Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Markay more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Markay. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Markay Show starts right now. Man, what a sad day. A sad day. I mean, it's a happy day and also a sad day. Uh, and I'll tell you, I mean, the, I mean, clearly it's a happy day because it's Friday. But to hear of the untimely death of Grumpy Cat, an American icon and an internet sensation, that is just a uh, seven years old too, which is odd for a cat because they have nine lives. So, I mean, really, they shouldn't die at all. At least not that young. And seven. I mean, I think the average lifespan for a, a cat is much older, like twelve or thirteen years. Uh, which is which is wild, but apparently a UTI that um, that uh, that just you know run amok and uh, and took the life of one of our great heroes uh, way too early. Two point four million Instagram followers, which is you know a cat by the way, a cat who doesn't speak, doesn't share opinions, doesn't play games, doesn't do anything creative, just kind of sits there and looks grumpy. Had two point four million followers, and currently right now we have three people watching us on Twitch. So that's something to. It's something to put into perspective. Maybe we should just be grumpy and quiet. Maybe that maybe that's what the people want. <laughs> uh, 855-765-1045. Anyway, thanks for joining us today, folks. We really appreciate it. We've had a really fun week and, uh, you know, a lot going on in the news. Donald Trump uh, was uh, was yesterday out uh, touting his new immigration policy. And this is an immigration policy that it's interesting because we were talking about universities yesterday. And this is exactly what I thought about when I was listening to Donald Trump's immigration policy and now how he was talking about bringing in the best and the brightest, you know, and making sure that there's a requisite uh, there's like a requisite kind of uh, standard that must be upheld. And if you want to come to this country, you're more than welcome to legally immigrate to the United States of America like a lot of people do. Most people before the illegal immigration, you know, who become citizens and become members of society and get to vote and all that, they have to go through the legal immigration process. And there are, I mean, there already are standards. But uh, Donald Trump's, you know, talking about making it even more, even more strict. He wants to get rid of the lotteries, of course. He doesn't want it to be that, hey, just because your mom and dad are here or just because your uncle Jesus is here or whatever, you can't just stay. You've got to prove that you are going to be beneficial to the United States of America. And as an immigrant myself, that's what I watched my family go through. In fact, my father and my mother, they both had to go and prove their worth. They are, we had to be tested. I had to take an English proficiency exam. And I don't speak any other languages. I literally, like, I'm I'm from Canada, the, the the not the French part of Canada, but the normal part of Canada. I grew up in the South, in North Carolina. Maybe I had a little bit of an accent for a time, but when I went to the proctor and they said, "All right, uh, in order to become an American citizen, you must take an English proficiency exam," I explained that I don't speak other like th this is my only language. And then he said, "Well, then this should be easy for you." And I filled out the form and then I'll never forget. He said, all right, now I need you to I need you to uh, read this sentence. And I go, the yellow car parked behind the blue building. And he goes, all right, now I need you to write that. So I grabbed a pen and I wrote the yellow car parked behind the blue building. And I handed it back to him and he looked at it for like a really long period of time. And then he turns around, and he points where he goes, what's that word? And I go. Building. 
And he goes, what's that word? And I go, car. I don't, I don't speak any other languages. And finally, I got a passing grade, and uh, and I got to, to to become a citizen of the United States, which was amazing. I got to pledge allegiance to the flag. I got to spit on the uh, on the maple leaf, which was all because that's what you do when you become an American citizen from Canada. They give you a maple leaf, and you have to go, and uh, and then you're done, and then that's it. Uh, but in the, Donald Trump wants to make it even even stricter. He wants strict standards uh, so that we are only bringing in the best and the brightest immigrants to help make America better. And of course. This is a, and there's more to the bill than just that's part. That's a small part of this bill. It, of course, has um, money in there, more money than ever for border security, including a wall, including border security guards, including technology, including, you know, everything that you could possibly want under the sun. He wants scanning systems for cars and people and everything else that's coming across the border. He wants to shut it down. He wants the money and he wants the legislation and he wants the help and support of Democrats. But, of course, Nancy Pelosi who is supposed to negotiate and who is supposed to be working for the people and who is supposed to be, you know, work, working as part of this bipartisan coalition of blah, 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 said that it's dead on arrival, dead on arrival, which to me is offensive. Number one, because Grumpy Cat just died. And I feel like that's inappropriate, but also because saying something is dead on arrival basically means you're not even going to look at it. You're not even going to think about it. You're not even going to give it any thought. You're just going to tell everybody to vote against it. And that's not at all. That's and then, of course, you accuse the Republicans of shutting down the government and filibustering and doing ridiculous things. But to say a bill's dead on arrival, that's not even, that's not your job. Your job is to take the legislation, look at the uh, look at what the president uh, suggests, look at the bills that come across your desk, talk about them, debate them, negotiate them, see if they have merit. She's not interested in doing any of that. It's dead on arrival. Of course, she could also have been talking about she could also have been talking about herself because she's definitely had some issues as well. Uh, we have I'm, I, I may play these clips. I may not. I don't know. It's I don't know if it's I don't know if it's funny or sad or scary. But Nancy Pelosi is out giving speeches again and she's pausing for five seconds at a time. She can't formulate a thought. She doesn't know words that she's she was looking for a word, a very simple you know, a word that people that she uses pretty much every single day of her life. Couldn't think of it. And and then finally spit it out. She she said governance like 14 different ways. And and it's all, you know, advanced age. Maybe she's under stress. Who knows? But uh, for whatever reason, Nancy Pelosi, definitely not definitely not the spring chicken that she used to be. 50 or 60 years ago. Um, so anyway, so this immigration battle continues to be the primary thorn in both the Democrats and in Donald Trump's side. And we're going to see I don't I don't know if there's ever going to be any kind of resolution. Well, well, there's there's the two party system. As long as you have the Democrats in charge of the House of Representatives, they're just going to shut down everything Donald Trump wants and vice versa. Now, speaking of immigration, we've been getting a ton of open mics because there's this new policy about Florida. And what what's happening is Florida is going to be the recipient of of several uh, hundred immigrants. They're going to be shipping them to Florida from the border. And it's inter it's interesting for a couple of reasons, because Donald Trump's administration now says that 500 migrants a month will be sent to Florida. They're going to be sent to Broward County and Palm Beach County, which we all know are infamous infamous for being democratic strongholds as well as notoriously bad vote counters a couple of people in the democratic party and of course in the counties have said this is blatant politics sending them to the two most democratic counties in the state of florida is ridiculous 
Gary Farmer, senator, said that. He's a Democrat. You can't make this stuff up. Uh, that is so typically Trump. When the facts don't fit the narrative, you slightly adjust the narrative. But in a press release, Donald Trump's administration planned to release asylum seekers caught along the southern U.S. border into the counties. A month earlier, Trump floated the idea of shipping undocumented immigrants to sanctuary cities that limit their cooperation with federal immigration enforcement. Neither Palm Beach nor Broward counties fit that description, but politically, they're enemy territory for Trump and Republicans. So... These are not the sanctuary cities that Donald Trump has already threatened. These are not the sanctuary cities that Donald Trump said, hey, take you want them? Take them. We'll get some buses. We'll ship them to San Francisco. We'll ship them to Portland, Oregon. We'll ship them to Seattle. We'll ship them to, God, I think even Houston's a sanctuary city. But Miami used to be. I don't think they are anymore. Uh, But he's basically saying we're going to do this, except instead of just sanctuary cities, we're going to pick Democratic strongholds that have screwed us in past elections, and we're going to dump them there. Interesting reactions from both Marco Rubio and uh, and of course, uh, um, not Governor Scott. I keep calling him Governor Scott. So I feel like Nancy Pelosi. Like who's the guy? Governor? No, Senator Scott. We'll get into that here in just a minute. Plus, we have a ton of your open mic messages. And if you have any comments about this as well, seeing as how it is Florida and any migrants that are brought into the state, look, you can dump them in Palm Beach and Broward County. Doesn't mean they're going to stay there. Eight five five seven six five. 1045. Quick break. Uh, we got some of your phone calls. We got some of your open mic messages and we got more of your Friday celebration coming up. It's the Mark K show on News 104.5 WOKV. Fascinating story about the men's room. Uh, Star Star Nine, oh, Star Star One Zero Four Five is our number eight five five seven six five one zero four five. If you want to get in, uh, we we have we have a ton of people who are sending us open. Oh, the other Josh has never worked this hard in his life because people are really. They're they're kind of upset. Some people are on board with the president's new immigration policy where he's uh, he's sending 500 illegal immigrants from the from the Mexican border, from the southern border where, you know, where they're coming into Mexico. Uh, they're coming into Arizona and, of course, and, and, and of course, California and Texas. Uh, but now he's taking 500 migrants and he's sending them to Broward and Palm Beach County, 500 a month. And this is what many people are saying clearly is is a political ploy uh, by Donald Trump. Some people not that happy about it at all. How petty is Trump sending all those poor immigrants to Democratic areas in South Florida? Florida is a swing state, and the more immigrants that are here in the state of Florida will vote Democrat and not Republican. Well, except that illegal immigrants aren't supposed to be able to vote. And if they do end up voting, that's definitely going to be an issue. Now, if they were able to vote in any county in Florida, it would definitely be Palm Beach and or Broward. And then, of course, the question is, would they even be able to count those votes down there? But this is something that uh, that they added yesterday that the uh, the um, this is a new um uh, policy that the uh, president's immigration uh, experts said hey, is going to happen starting next month, I believe. Um, and people are not happy about it. Governor Scott didn't necessarily come out against it, but he did say that he was in touch with the White House to get more information. If anyone's going to get more information about this, it's going to be Rick Scott. He's going to he's got the guy that most has the president's ear. And when it comes to Florida, they're old buds and they're old pals. And he knows that, uh, you know, the president knows he needs Florida. And that's part of the reason why uh, the Democrats are there, why the uh, migrants are going to these Democratic strongholds like Palm Beach County. County and Broward County, because 
it, it, it is a way. It is definitely Donald Trump taunting the Democrats. Absolutely. But it's a way to get them to act, to react, to realize the issue and to get off their butts and do something instead of saying, hey, any immigration bill you send us is going to be, quote, dead on arrival. Uh, President Trump isn't doing anything but making the Democrats put their money where their mouth is. There's your opportunity for 2020 Democrats. Make something happen. I mean, you you can't fault the man for saying, look, if the Democrats want the uh, these illegal immigrants in their country or in their in their cities, then we'll give them. To, I mean, that helps us. Take the take them. Take 500 a month in Broward and Palm Beach County. Let's send more to San Francisco. You know, let's let's put these people where the folks that want them are and see if they can handle the problem. See if they don't change their tune. You know, it's like to be be careful what you ask for, because you might get it. And then you're just going to be even more miserable than you were before. You know, it's funny. Everybody wanted all the illegals to come in. Walls are immoral. And now you're starting to get them in your own neighborhood and you're starting to freak out. Don't get scared now, y'all. Star Star 1045 is the number. Star Star 1045. Uh, Lewis from Middleburg, how are you? Pretty good. Oh, good. What do you want to say? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Give it, give it talk one as usual. Uh... Uh, Trump needs to shut the border down. Just, just, just stop, stop the madness. Shut the border down for a while, at least a year. At least a year. Shut the border down for one year. Yeah, just, just stop it. Yeah, I mean, like, kind of yeah, I'm gonna have to cut you off because I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know where you're calling from, but it sounds like the inside of some kind of like wheat thresher or something. Uh, but look, I mean, the fact of the matter is, yeah, it, yeah. It, it seems like there is a little bit of politics being played, of course. It seems like it's a little taunting. It seems like it's a way to keep the immigration debate um, at the forefront. But the Democrats are going to have to start dealing with it. It's it's different when you can just say we're a sanctuary city or say we're not going to deal with the immigration crisis or say, you know what, the federal government is mean and they're separating families at the border and we're not going to we're not going to help them enforce and we're not going to help the ICE agents enforce the law. We're not going to help them find illegal immigrants and deport them. All right. So we're just going to ignore it. Well, if you're going to ignore the problem, guess what? Donald Trump's not going to let you. He's going to put the problem right in your neighborhood. Uh, Florida and Palm Beach County are Democratic stronghold that hate Trump and have worked in the past to not get Republicans elected. Um, they're not sanctuary cities by any means, but it it is definitely something that Donald Trump wants Florida voters to realize is happening. He wants people in Florida. He, he's going to make it an issue in Florida because you're going to have to you're going to have to draw the line eventually when it comes time to Election Day. When it comes time to go out and vote there, Florida, a swing state, a very red state. A state with a Republican governor, two Republican senators who voted for a Republican president is going to have to realize that this issue is a is a big one. And maybe if you start putting uh, these these um, immigrants in these in these Democratic strongholds across the state of Florida, maybe people will start to think twice about the people they put in office. Maybe they'll start to think twice about the immigration problem. They may hate Trump more, uh, but if they do. They weren't going to vote for him anyway. It's an interesting play, and I don't know how it's going to work out politically, but it definitely is. It definitely is fun to watch. Hey, Dean from the South Side. How you doing, Dean? Great. Hey, this situation with Trump just goes to show you how useless our Congress is. I mean, you know, Ship and this just investigating the heck out of Trump, and Trump's trying to get something done. This has been a problem since Reagan was president with our border, and now it's showing up against all 50 states, though. You know, so Trump's dealing with it in their face. And like I said, I love Donald Trump. Yeah, I, I get mean, you know, just. 
Yesterday, what happened was the House of Representatives, they read the entire Mueller report, all 400 pages, but they don't have time to even look at Donald Trump's immigration policy. It's dead on a run. They're not even going to read that. 855-765-1045. We got to take a quick break. When we get back, we got your phone calls. Uh, we've got some of your open mic messages, too. It's fake news Friday as well, so stay tuned to News 104.5 WOKV. He's informative, entertaining. You might even say funny. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Blame, blame the other Josh, everybody. <laughs> he needed, uh, this is the adversity test that Candace was just talking about for the SAT. Uh, 855-765-1045. What's going on? No, we're here. We're here, right? We're live. We're good. Yeah, you can hear me, right? Oh, perfect. Um, star Star 1045 Tour, you can leave us an open mic message as well. Don't forget it's Friday. So things, you know, we're all a little, it's like casual Friday here. We don't we don't play by the rules. 855-765-1045. We'll talk about that SAT test in a little while because I'm going to be honest with you. I I was uh, from a poor divorced household. I took the SAT and I didn't get any kind of bonus points or anything like that. Plus, I know a lot of rich people from a home with two families and those people and they're stupid. Not all of them, but I'm just saying I know a couple people who were raised in a nice home. They had everything they, they had going for them, the best schools, the nicest parents, home-baked cookies, a bike to ride, and they're morons. So I don't think you can, I don't think you can necessarily uh, give people credit for adversity. In fact, sometimes when you're in an, in an adverse uh, situation or an adverse environment, you actually perform better just because you want to get the hell away from those people. You're like, oh, my God, I have to ace this SAT so I can get a scholarship, go to school, and get away from this horrible situation that I'm in. I don't know. 855-765-1045 is the number. Before we get into that, though, let's get back to this immigration policy because Donald Trump and his administration have now vowed that they are going to send 500 illegal immigrants from the border to Florida. Right here in the Sunshine State, they're sending them down to Broward County and Palm Beach County because we all know about those counties. We know those are the places where the Democrats are. We know those are the places where they try to fix elections. Those are probably those are probably the places that the Russians hacked, although we don't know yet because the FBI won't tell us, which Rick Scott and Marco Rubio are also there. Rick Scott and Marco Rubio, they've had a bad week. They've had a bad week. First, they were annoyed at the FBI for announcing that there were two counties here in the uh, state of Florida that were hacked by the Russians. Ron DeSantis, throw him in there, too. They were hacked by the Russians. They uh, got access to voter data. But the FBI is not yet released to any Florida legislatures or legislators which two counties it was. So they want they want that info. Now, Donald Trump is announcing that he's sending 500 immigrants to Palm Beach and Broward County, a Democratic stronghold. And uh, and this is, of course, a political ploy to get action to be taken on his immigration plan, which Nancy Pelosi says is dead on arrival. We want to know, what do you think about this plan? What do you think? Is Donald Trump doing the right thing, sending immigrants to Democratic strongholds to get them to wake up and realize that action needs to be taken on the border? Or is this something that's bad for him, bad for us, bad for Florida, bad for Republicans, bad for America? 855-765-1045. Or you can leave us an open mic like this guy. I like it. I like it. He likes it. 855-765-1045. Carla in Middleburg. Hey, Carla, how are you? Oh God, I'm I'm good. Oh God, good, Carla. What you What do you want to say today? Uh, what's your What's your take on this whole situation? Um, I was born and raised in Jacksonville. I now reside in Middleburg. Um, I love Trump, voted for him, uh, support him, and everything he does. 
please keep the, the illegals out. We have illegals already. We had veterans last week. We have people already in um, <laughs> pens, basically, yeah. um, where they can't get out of. Um, we're supporting them. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and um, just because of two counties, they want to send them here? No, because as soon as they send them here, they're going to get on a bus. They're going to go somewhere else. They're going to be in our country. Well, they're all, they're already in the country. The thing that they're going to do now is they're going to spread them around. They're going to not leave them all at the border of Texas and Arizona, where basically, the, I mean, the resources are depleted. There's for, the border's still so porous, and there's such a legislative battle. Nothing's getting done. You know, they're not sending as many people back as they can. You've got these sanctuary cities that are fighting ice at every turn, so they're here. And the the the, the question now is just like, what do we do with them? And you know, Donald Trump said, "Hey, sh- put them on a bus." Send them to the sanctuary city. You guys want them? Take them. And then, of course, that was a big, which I still don't understand why that was such a, they kept calling Trump a racist. They said it was a horrible idea. We talked about that the minute it came out. I mean, that, that, that article dropped during our show, and I was like, I just explain to me why this is bad. You guys say, hey, we're a sanctuary for illegal immigrants. So we send them there, and now you're all upset. And Donald Trump is doing exactly that. He's shipping them here to Palm Beach County, to, to Broward County. Which are which are Democratic strongholds, not Duval, not not uh, you know St. Pete, not where the Republicans are, not the Panhandle. He's saying the Democrats are the ones who are blocking my immigration bill. The Democrats are the ones who say this is dead on arrival. The Democrats are the one who will not pay for border security, a border wall, a border fence, border technology. The Democrats are the ones that want the open border. Fine. Let's start by putting these these uh, immigrants in in Democratic strongholds so they can see firsthand what happens. 855-765-1045. Mike in Jacksonville. How's it going, Mike? Hey, Mark. Hey, great show, man. Love listening to you. Well, I appreciate that, man. Thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say? Hey, a couple things. God bless Donald Trump. You know, I've, I've watched him from his young years up. Yeah. But, hey, the immigrants coming to Florida, bring them on. You know, most of them, Mark, they're hard workers. You know, hey, put them in the fields, let them do their job, make their money. But you're right. They're, you know, he's, he's strategic about putting them in the Democratic strongholds. Yeah. And I have friends that, you know, wow, you talk to them, and I'm like, man, where did you get your education? And you paid for it. <laughs> So anyways, Mark, I was going to say I was in the Navy, and, man, we would fly to Cuba, and I'd pick up plane loads full of people with no shoes on their feet and bring them to America. Really? And, you know, hey, God bless them. You know, hey, if they're going to do something for America, great. But, you know, it's a mess, and I appreciate you calling it all out. Well, you know, you just expose it. That's what you got to do. No, that's my job. That's what they pay me for. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Look, there, uh, the, the whole thing, it, I see the point of it. I see what Donald Trump's trying to do. So people are saying, you know what, like he's uh, like what he's he's playing politics. We got an open mic saying that. They say Trump's been playing politics. They've been playing politics with our border. Trump's going to get his wall. Trump's going to get his wall. I mean, look, politicians, somebody said it on our on our live stream. Politicians play politics. That's what they did at their job 
You know, we, we, we send them to Washington to get things done. We send them uh, to the White House to, to make America great again. And what happens sometimes is you just have to give people what they want. You ever think the worst thing you can do is get exactly what you want. Because it never turns out to be what you expected. Or if you know somebody's lying to you, if you like the, the Democrats, first of all, are lying. They don't want illegal immigrants in their on their front porches. They don't want them on their doorstep. The Democrats in New York are saying it and the Democrats in L.A. are saying it because it's happening in Texas and it's happening in Arizona. So it's easy for these Democrats in all these other states to say, you know what, Donald Trump's a horrible person. These immigrants are great people and we will we're Americans. We will help them. Well, okay, fine. Put your money where your mouth is. Now, if you give them the people that they're asking for, if you do what they say they will do, you're gonna two things are gonna happen. Either one, they're gonna take care of these people and everyone's gonna be happy, or two, they're gonna show themselves for the lying people that they are. They don't want illegal immigrants in Palm Beach County. They don't want them in Broward County. Sure, they want them in the United States of America, but as as long as it's someone else's problem. Well, it's everybody's problem, and Donald Trump is trying to let them know that. That's why he's sending 500 here a month, every single month, to the to the most Democratic counties in the state of Florida. And he's probably going to be doing it elsewhere around the country. These sanctuary cities, I guarantee, are going to get inundated. And that, number one, relieves the stress and burden on Texas and Arizona, and it puts the burden on these – because when, when the people that live there are the ones that are going to be affected. They're the ones that are going to see a rise in the homeless, homeless population. They're the ones that are going to see their tax dollars going to all of these to support these people. They're going to see their jobs disappear. They're going to see their crime rates go up. They're going to see the effects, the negative effects, and there are many of illegal immigration, mass illegal immigration. It has a negative effect for a community. They don't see it in Palm Beach and Broward County because it's on a peninsula. They see it in Texas. They see it in Arizona. And Donald Trump wants every Democrat who is pro-open border to not just see but feel the pain of these communities that are overrun with illegal immigrants from south of the border. He wants them to feel that pain, and he wants the communities to feel the pain because when they do... They're going to vote these people out. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of your phone calls, more of your open mic messages. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. You know, it cost me over $2,500 to move from New York State down to Florida. And these guys are going to get shipped from the border all the way to Broward County for free. That is very angering and upsetting. It's not free. We're going to pay for it. It's going to cost you another $2,500 to ship these people to Broward. Look, I mean, here's the deal. The long and the short of it is it's all we're all paying for illegal immigration somehow or another. But the question is, is this a brilliant political ploy or petty partisan politics? It's a lot of peas. A lot of peace. Uh, 855-765-1045 is our number. This is uh, Dana from Neptune Beach. Dana, thanks for calling the Marque Show. How you doing? Oh, thanks for the opportunity. I really appreciate the president. He's doing the right thing. It's poetic. In Spanish, there is a very well-known phrase, mi casa es tu casa. That means my home is your home. Yeah. So the president is sending them home to South Florida to, with all those Democrats down there. Yeah. Let them eat their own words. Okay. All right. So you're all about it. You think it's a great idea. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. Joey in Jacksonville. How's it going, Joey? 
Pretty good in you, Mark. Hey, good. Mark, I just want to say now with all these illegals coming in, hopefully I'll be able to get a new uh, and better lawn guy. Yeah. Hey, th thanks so much for calling. Kevin from, uh, let's just try uh, Angie's list. Kevin from Atlantic Beach, how are you, Kevin? Uh, hey, Mark, great show. Uh, you know, I don't know if maybe I haven't been listening long enough, but anybody mentioned that since this probably all boils down to votes, uh, Broward County doesn't need any more Democrat voters. Because they basically, you know, have their way down there anyway. I think Democrats just soon they send these people to Republican strongholds, strongholds, so they have an effect. Okay, on but the vote. but you have to. Re I mean, look, and I know that this is this is tongue in cheek sort of, but also these are not voters; these are not citizens; these are illegal immigrants that they're sending. So they shouldn't be voting for anybody. That shouldn't matter. Eventually, they'll turn into voters. Is what. Democrats are hoping, I believe. Well, then let them go where there's already enough Democrats. We're not going to win Broward County. We're not going to win Palm Beach County ever, unless there's. I mean, I'm never say never, but I'm saying that would it would take it would be a it would be a cold day in well Broward County before we won <laughs> before any Republicans won Broward County. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. Tom from the North Side, how you doing, Tom? Hey, how's it going? Hey, good. What did you, uh, what did you say about this whole issue? Well, i tell you what. Uh, the immigration thing, I don't understand it. I, I don't understand how this country can give up parts of this country every single day. I mean, it's like we're, the average American is smart enough to know that, that we're losing part of our country every time we bring somebody in that's taking and not giving. Um, you know, I mean, an, immig an immigrant is one thing, but this is an invasion. And they're, the, the people that are coming into this country, they're draining our welfare system. They know exactly what they're doing, and we know they're doing it, but we're letting them do it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. The, the big difference is, and you're right about that, and people will always, you always hear people say, back in the 20s, and America was built on the backs of immigrants. America, the Irish came through, and the Italians, and, you know, the Asians came in, and after World War II, there was an influx of immigration, and that's what makes America great. In fact, the founding fathers, half of them were from immigrant families, and well, that's, first of all, that's a dumb argument, because yes, they were from immigrant families, because America wasn't even a country. But the fact of the matter is, it is a different time, and and he hit the nail on the head when 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 Ellis Island was a, a stronghold. And if you've ever been there, they just opened up the new American uh, Museum at the Statue of Liberty with the old with the old statue uh, with the old torch and everything. But if you've ever been through Ellis Island, if you've ever looked at the museum and the record books and studied the history and you saw the immigrants coming in, a couple of things stand out. First of all. It was organized and orderly, and there was a record of everybody, their name, where they came from, and where they were going. It wasn't an open border. You had to be processed through Ellis Island. You had to have uh, checks, background checks. You had to have health exams, all kinds of things. Not everybody just made it off the boat and into the United States. And the second thing, and what's more important probably than anything else than anyone else has mentioned, is that when we let in all of the immigrants – Way back in the early part of the century, way back in the 1910s and 20s and 30s and after World War II, the big difference between then and now is, oh, hang on, we got to take a break. 855-765-1045. I'll tell you what the big difference is, and this is important. It's coming up right after the news, traffic, weather, all that. It's the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV.
I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We get want it. us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Oh, hell no. Don't be sending the 500 migrants to Florida. Nancy Pelosi wanted them. Send them to her house. Oh, hell no. Star, star, 104-5-855-765-1045. What do you think about that? What do you think about uh, Donald Trump now announcing that 500 immigrants a month will be sent to Broward County and Palm Beach County? Two counties which are Democratic, have trouble voting for Republicans or anyone, seem to always... Uh, have these weird, bizarre voting habits like finding more Democratic ballots after the election's been over for days. And also, I mean, let's be honest, could be the two counties that were hacked by the Russians. We don't know because the FBI uh, isn't telling anybody. 855-765-1045. Before the break, I was talking about the big difference between then and now. Whenever uh, people talk about, you know, we, we America was built on the back of immigrants. We used to have this open border policy. The Irish, the Italians, the Russians, the Asians, everyone was just welcome. And now look at us. We've lost our soul. Well, things are drastically different now than they were there, and I'll get back to that in just a minute. First, though, Sal in Jacksonville wanted to say something. Hi, Sal. How are you? Okay, thanks. And yourself is good, I'm sure. I know the answer. When they came over back then, after World War II, they came here to work and provide for their family, respect our country. Today, they come for the handouts, right? The entitlement. You know what? That's basically, uh, in a nutshell, that's basically it. When when we had this influx of immigrants early in this century, it was when the United States was in, in a building process. It was the beginning of the Industrial Revolution. After World War II, it was a boom economy once again. And the United States was in a drastic in, in a drastic uh, upward momentum when it came to manufacturing and construction. And we were basically a, a, still a prayer. I mean, there was so much open space that we, there were highways that needed to be built and factories that needed to be managed. And there were cities that were liter, literal cities being constructed at both those times. So it was it was mutually beneficial to let in as many immigrants as possible. But you're right. Nowadays, these people aren't coming in because the United States needs the work. They're coming in and and it's as donald trump said they're they're a burden to our economy they're not a boon so sally almost a touch it's almost a touch of socialism where our taxpayer dollars is paying for a lot of their benefits about 45 minutes they immigrate and they're having birth and where does all that come from that money you know it's been on the news it's uh, almost like socialism, and we don't need to go there. All right, Sal. Thanks, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. And you were, and, he, and Sal was absolutely right. What happens is when you are when you're a growing economy, you need the help. You can bring in immigrants. You can bring in other people, and they help to build, and they and they donate their time and effort, and they become a part of of the great country that's that's being formed. But when you have a strong economy like we do, a massive economy, and these people come in and they bring it down. I mean, there's more negatives right now when it comes to these illegal immigrants than there are positives. They're they're overtaking our court system. They're 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 a drain on our law enforcement system. They're filling up the courts, the jails, the homeless shelters. They're filling up the hospitals and the schools. They're they're bringing drugs and disease. I mean, all of these things are true. There's gang violence. There's a lot. You know, there's the, the fact that we just can't even count all the people in this country 
is an issue because when you can't count the number of people that are in a country, you can't adequately divert funds to the areas that need them, to the school systems, to the hospitals, to law enforcement, to all of these agencies. You need to know how many people live in your country. You need to know how many people are there legally. You need to know how many people pay taxes because you need to then redistribute and allocate those funds for the better uh, betterment of the people that pay the money. I mean, it is it is the it is the sensible and the I mean, it's the American way, really. That's how the country was was built. When it becomes a drain on the economy, you got to shut it down. You have to. There's no other choice. Mike in Jacksonville. How are you, Mike? Great. Uh, I'm a retired military. Uh, but I would I would like to suggest uh, Paul had stole my my comment here uh, that every race a Democrat could adopt a family. And that way we'll make it even. Another thing I would like to uh, comment is that with that, uh, that this country was uh, built in for, by immigrants, I would like that anybody could name me a country that wasn't. Simple as that. Yeah. And then my last comment, it will be uh, Minnesota. What are we going to do with all those flags that have 50 stars when we lose Minnesota as a state? Now it's calling you Somalia. So somebody help me with that one? Yeah, Minis- yeah, you think Minnesota is going to be gone as a state because, uh, yeah. Uh, listen, I think, I mean, you are right about a couple of things. Every country was eventually, was originally not, well, maybe not every country. I'm sure there's some African countries that were just, you know, there. Uh, but look, the immigrant, it, the immigrant situation changes just like everybody, everything else. And you, you know, people will talk about the education system is changing. We need now to give free college to people. The, the, um, you know, the, the situation with healthcare is changing. People can no longer afford healthcare. We need to provide healthcare. But the fact of the matter is the immigration system is changing too. You have more people trying to come into this country illegally and you have less opportunity for them when they're here and you have more of a drug epidemic. You have more of a crime epidemic. Everything changes. That's why our country keeps going to work every day and why our legislators go to try to keep changing the laws and that's why donald trump goes to work every day and says hey how do we fix this problem and that's why he had a press conference yesterday and said here's what i suggest here's what i suggest we do this is the biggest this is the largest the most sweeping immigration reform again this has border security initiatives this has this has legal immigration initiatives that will make it harder for people to become legal immigrants but will guarantee that we get the best possible people we're going to get rid of the lottery system. We're not going to just let anybody in here because they're related to so-and-so who happened to sneak across the border two years ago and didn't get deported. It's going to be it's going to be an overhaul of a system that is not just broken, but almost non-existent at this point. I mean, what we're really seeing here is that this this immigration system is non-existent. There is no border at all. And once people flow through the open hole that is the southern border of the United States uh, with the, the, you know, in Mexico, once they get in here, there's really nothing to keep them from going home. There is no system. It is a fundamental. That's the crisis. There is a lack of any kind of immigration system right now. And Donald Trump wants to fix that. What do the Democrats want to do? They want to read the Mueller report word for word for 12 hours. And when an actual piece of legislation gets to the desk, they're not going to read it at all. They're just going to say dead on arrival. 855-765-1045. I think that's what we should. I think that's what we should say to uh, to the Democrats when they show up at the polls. Hey, you guys dead on arrival. Joe Biden, sorry, dude, you're dead on arrival. Uh, you know, what's it, Bernie Sanders, dead on arrival. Grumpy Cat, 
Yeah, you never mind. I, I pushed it too far. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. Look, I'm, I apologize. Grumpy Cat was an American icon and an American treasure. I'm just allergic to cats, so I'm not a big fan. Uh, quick break. When we get back, we got more of your phone calls, too. What do you think? Is this illegal immigration uh, or is this a transfer of illegal immigrants from the southern border to Florida, to Broward County, to Palm Beach County, to the tune of 500 per month into these Democratic strongholds right here in the Sunshine State. Is that a is that petty politics or is that a is that a brilliant plan on Donald Trump's part to get the Democrats to finally realize that we have an immigration crisis crisis and we got to do something about it? 855-765-1045. Quick break. We'll be right back. We send the illegals to the places that think it's okay to have illegals. It doesn't make any sense to send them anywhere else. 855-765-1045. Sometimes politics just doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's the one thing I've learned working here. George in St. Augustine. How you doing, George? I'm doing good. And yourself? Doing great, man. What do you want to say about this whole uh, situation with uh, Donald Trump and the administration now sending 500 illegal immigrants a month to Palm Beach and Broward counties right here in Florida? Well, a couple of quick things. Um, number one, um, I'm in favor of it, um, and I'm a long, a lifetime Floridian. Uh, I understand exactly what he's doing. He's trying to pour a little uh, acid on the wound, if you would. Hopefully, they can enjoy some of the pain down there. Yeah. But um, usually, it's just salt on the wound, happened, but you're pouring acid on the wound. That's even worse. It, well, Arizona and Southern Texas and New Mexico yeah. have been flooded, and they're trying to turn them, you know, um, from Republican to, into Democrats, and that's what. Um, the comment from a caller earlier was that, well, they're illegal. They can't vote. You believe that? I got some swamp land to sell you. Yeah. They don't even require identification anymore. You know, they're registering most of them when they come across some of these groups that are, you know, assisting um, some of the illegals. You know, they're registering right there on the spot. Well, you know, that's what happened in Southern California when those counties flipped over those districts, excuse me. Okay, but here's the thing. But, but now look at this. I mean, here's the other thing, too. Think about this. If the if these illegal immigrants are really voting, if they're going to go in there and they're going to vote illegally, and if they are going to just show their ID or whatever, if they get around the system, think about this. Who's the person that took them from the border and put them in Florida? It's Donald Trump. It's not even the Democrats anymore. The Democrats, when they would take, uh, they would take advantage of that because they would say, hey, look, we brought you to this country. We're the reason you're here. We're the ones that opened up the border. We're the ones that gave you free health care and free schooling. We're the ones that gave you the cell phone so you could get a job. But now it's Donald Trump doing all of that. So what's to say that these illegal immigrants, 500 of them, going to Palm Beach County, going to – you don't think Donald Trump's going to give them all little red hats that say make America great again as soon as they get off the bus? I would. If Donald Trump is taking the time to make a political statement by bringing 500 Ill illegal immigrants every single day, placing them in democratically run counties, counties that are as blue as my eyes, then you need and I have very blue eyes. But if you don't know, you can you can watch you can go to my Instagram to see uh, no filter. Anyway, if he's putting them in these blue counties. Don't you think he's going to do everything he can before he leaves them there to remind them, hey, Donald Trump's the one that made you 
un-American. Donald Trump's the one that put you in this Floridian city so you can get a job and you can live the American dream. And remember, when you become a citizen or when you decide to vote illegally as a non-citizen, remember, it was Donald Trump. And here's a hat. Make America great again, Jose. Welcome to Florida. That's what they're going to that's what they, that's what's going to happen. So it's not a guarantee that the Democrats are going to get the votes. It never has been. And if you talk, if you look at Miami right now, if you look at Marco Rubio's hometown, there are a ton of Cuban and Latin American Republicans down there. And they are a, a large portion of them put Donald Trump in office. And I believe a large portion of them will keep him in office in 2020. It's not a it's not a gimme for the Democrats. Not at all, especially since these people also aren't supposed to vote in the first place. But let me, let's let's get down to brass tacks. They are not supposed to vote. And if they do, they won't necessarily vote Democratic. John in St. Augustine, how are you? Good. How are you? Uh, doing great, John. What do you want to say? Good. Well, it's kind of going along the lines of what you're saying there, okay, a, l a little bit. But um, but this is why discussion is so good about it. All right. So my my idea were. Uh, first of all, Donald Trump wants wants to stop it completely and create uh, a comprehensive immigration program. Right? right. So that's not happening. So he's being forced to have to deal with this situation. I I feel that he shouldn't send the illegal immigrants to the to the uh, states that are run by the governors that don't want the sanctuary cities and don't want it to occur. But he should put them all into the states with the governors where they want them, and then they could be more controlled. And then the Democrat vote could, you know, it wouldn't matter because they're going to lose those states anyway. But then... But you're going to lose, you're going to lose Palm have, Beach. Correct. You're going to lose Palm Beach and Broward County anyway. There's no... That's not going to do anything to the vote. And also, these right, are... Right, right. But, but, then, but then we're burdened with the population base with all those needs and the cost to the state. But you also had a point, like you said... Perhaps they'll vote Republican. Yeah, and right, and they'll get let, let's make America great hats too. Yeah, but you're right. So, but it, but that's why this discussion is good to talk about it. Right, I, I almost fall on the side that they should just be put into the states where the Democrat run. They could be kind of kept track of where they are, and then when there is some kind of controlled immigration program, then they'll know how to recall them or yeah. to you know get them out. All right, John. Hey, thanks so much for the call. Look. Here, there's a couple things. Politics, it's a longstanding thing. And we talked about this just Tuesday when we had the runoff election. The old, the, the old saying in poli uh, politics is think globally, act locally. And what Donald Trump is doing is he's sending these people to local jurisdi jurisdictions that are Democratic strongholds in the state of Florida. And if you send them to Democratic strongholds in Democratic states, Yes, there's a potential that you're just making the Democrats stronger. You're not going to you're not going to win those states, but you have the potential in Florida to see a battleground situation again. What if the local people in these Democratic strongholds, the Palm Beach counties, the Broward counties, what if they were so upset and so fed up with their Democratic leaders who believe that illegal immigration is a good thing? So much so that now they're overrun with illegal immigrants that they can't take care of. What's going to happen to those voters? Are they going to re-vote for those Democrats in office? No, because they're going to see their economy in turmoil. They're going to see homelessness and crime increasing. They're going to see all of these social programs that are exploding. Their budgets are going to be exploding. 
They're not going to like that, and they're going to make a change in leadership. That's one potential. Uh, that's one potential aspect of this. And the other potential aspect, of course, that we all need to keep in mind, and the one thing that people need to realize is we're not talking about voters. We're talking about non-citizens, non-citizens who are going to these towns. And, yeah, sure, there's illegal immigrants who vote, but not all of them. And not all of them, again, vote for Democrats. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got the news. We got the traffic. We got the way. We got all that stuff coming up. Uh, it's the Marque Show. Stay tuned. Y'all got to get Marque more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Marque. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories. Local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Marque Show. On News 104.5 WOKV. Oh, yes, definitely for it. Hell, give them my number. I know they're going to need jobs. I can't get none of these damn Floridians to come to work. Wow, I guys having trouble finding work, finding uh, people to work for him. So if you need a job, give him a call. 855-765-1045. So we're talking about uh, we're talking about Donald Trump's new um, new plan here to send illegal immigrants 500 a month to Florida, to Palm Beach County and Broward County specifically. Uh, a lot of people are calling it a, a political posturing. They're calling it playing politics. Some people are calling it a brilliant idea to get the Democrats to change their mind and finally get off their butts and do something about immigration. What do you think, Perry in St. Augustine? How are you, Perry? Mark, fine. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks so much for calling, Perry. What do you? What's your take on this whole thing? My take on it is Donald Trump is brilliant. You think he's and brilliant? I think these five hundred, these five hundred illegals are probably the luckiest ones of any of them that have crossed the border. Like they won the because illegal. They're going to go to work. They're going to work at Mar-a-Lago and they're going to work at Doral. They're not only going to get MAGA hat, but they're going to get real jobs doing real work. Our president, who's going to get in the face of Pelosi and Schumer, and say, "Okay, I hired five hundred. Now you hire five hundred. You know what? You see, this is interesting. This is an interesting thing that you bring up here, Perry. And I, you know, whether it's tongue in cheek or not, it, it, it's an interesting point. It used to be when people would run for office, they would go, you know, they would be, be vetted. And there were a couple of politicians who had to withdraw from the race or who were disgraced because it had been found out that they had hired, unbeknownst to them." illegal workers uh and whether it was you hired a contractor who was hiring illegal workers and you didn't know it or you had a cleaning lady or a nanny who was illegal and you paid her cash and that kind of thing but it has ruined political careers however in this crazy day and age you may be onto something and hiring an illegal immigrant to work at your business as a political candidate may actually be a boon to your campaign it may actually get you votes if Donald Trump hires illegal immigrants at Doral or at Mar-a-Lago or at any of his other uh, any of his other Florida properties and golf courses, if he does that and then the Democrats attack him for it, how can they? They can't. You can't. He can say, look, these people needed help. You will you you forced them to come into the country. You promised them all these jobs. You didn't give them any. I did. I'm at least doing something. It's an interesting take. But the hiring illegal immigrants used to be the end of a political career for a lot of politicians. Nowadays, probably not so much. David from Jacksonville, how are you? Yeah, hey, Mark. Um, I wanted to point out you were absolutely correct that uh, 
in the early 1900s, we needed infor- we needed people to fill the jobs during the Industrial Revolution. Yeah. We had huge numbers coming in. However, it is incorrect that we needed huge numbers after World War II. In fact, we actually deported about 2 million illegal Mexicans that had come here over the Rio Grande River in a um, program called Operation Wetback. However, that's not even taught in school anymore. And I encourage all your listeners to Google. Thanks so much for the call. Uh, this is Christopher from Hastings. How you doing, Christopher? I'm doing great this morning. How are you? Doing great. Thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say, Christopher? Well, one, I love your show. Oh, and thank you. uh, two, I, I fully support, yeah, I'm a huge fan. But I also fully support uh, Donald Trump and what he's doing. I'm a big fan of his, too. I've moved. Uh, down here from Asheville, North Carolina, who loves to consider themselves a sanctuary city. And sadly, though, it's forcing a lot of us that don't agree with the illegal immigration out to, to have somewhere to go. Yeah. But, but the reason I called is uh, somebody brought up about elections. Well, it was a week about a week ago I heard on Fox 30 news that by our next statewide election, Florida will have all ballots also available in Spanish. Now, as you were talking, as a naturalized citizen, you have to know English. If you're born here, you probably know English. Why do we need it in Spanish? Well, to be a naturalized citizen, I don't think you need actually anymore to know Spanish, especially if you're coming if you're coming through the system legally or the, you know, the the way that most immigrants from Canada and Europe, European countries and Asian countries do. That's a different scenario. But a lot of these immigrants who came in illegally never learned Spanish. Uh, A lot of them are also born here and they speak Spanish at home and they've never, you know, I mean, they've never learned or assimilated. So. That's the reason. But, I mean, yeah, it's also a way to make it more attractive for illegal immigrants, um, you know, to come to these states and come to these countries and, and things like that. Look, there's it's no it's no shock or surprise that there is a huge Spanish population in Florida. Uh, you know, the, the Latin American population from from Cuba and from Puerto Rico and, of course, from, you know, Mexico and El Salvador and other countries that made their way to Florida. I mean, we know that if you ever you go to Miami, you know that there's a huge Latino population. I mean, Marco Rubio is one of the, the most successful success stories from from legal immigration. But I mean, the, the fact of the matter is when you have an illegal immigrant coming to this country, they are not supposed to vote. And keep in mind that I guarantee after the shenanigans that went on in the last election and the shenanigans that went on in the election before and with all this Russian hacking and interference, look, the Mueller report flat out said the Russians tried to interfere in the election. The FBI said the Russians hacked into two Florida counties and got election information. This is happening. There's not a single politician who can argue against tougher, stricter election controls. There's not a single politician who can get up there and say, we don't need stricter election laws. We don't need stricter election security. We don't need more people watching the polling locations. Because the Democrats are going to be scared, you know what, list, thinking that the Russians are going to steal the election like they thought the first time and the Demo- and the Republicans are going to be you know making sure that the kind of thing that you're suggesting illegal immigrants voting doesn't happen dead people voting doesn't happen people voting twice we're going to make sure that that doesn't happen and when you talk about all that stuff happening i mean Palm Beach County and Broward County they're the poster child for uh, moronic election practices hey rick in jacksonville how are you rick hi i'm in disagreement with 
placing these people into Broward and Palm Beach. Okay. I'm a strong supporter of Trump. I support his policy. I'm placing them in sanctuary cities. But we don't have sanctuary cities. We passed the bill in our legislature making Florida a sanctuary city-free location. Yeah. You should be rewarded for that because as soon as they're placed there, guess what? They're going to spread out to the state and we pay the price in taxes. We, we took care of our issue. Let's place them in cities where are still sanctuary cities and states haven't done anything. Number two is the immigration argument uh, that occurred in the 18 and 1900s. My grandfather came through Ellis Island by an invite. They were invited to come in. And number two, there was no Social Security at the time and no welfare at the time. So they were producers, tax producers at the time. They came right in, went to work two and three jobs. And they produced for the country, and they were required to learn the language. My grandfather immediately and grandmother learned the language. Yeah. Uh, hey, thanks for that. All great points. All great points. I mean, this is it's a different time now. Back then, you can't compare it. You can't compare. It's like we talked yesterday about about the the, the uh, founding fathers who were also slave owners from Virginia. Different time, folks. The country has changed so much in 200 years that the immigration laws have to change along with it. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, we're going to play some fake news Friday. Why? Because it's fun. And number two, because it's Friday. So if you'd like to play, if you think you can differentiate between the real headline and the fake headline, give us a buzz. 855-765-1045 or star star 1045. We need two contestants for fake news Friday. It's next on the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marquee Show. My name is Marquee, and it's time for Fake News Friday. We do this every Friday. We give you some headlines. You have to tell us which one's real, which one's fake. If you uh, get more than your opponent, you win. And today, it looks like we've got Cynthia from St. John's County. How are you doing, Cynthia? I'm doing awesome. How are you? Oh, doing great. Are you excited that it's Friday? Oh, well, I'm retired, so Friday's every day. Oh, Friday's there. Oh, so you're excited every day. Uh, you're going to be playing against Jennifer today from San Marco. Jennifer, how are you doing? I'm great. great. How are you? Good. Are you also retired? No. Uh, so no. You're probably excited that it's Friday. <laughs> yes. All right, perfect. Uh, here's how this works, ladies. We're going to go one by one. I'm going to give you a headline. You have to tell me very simply, is that a real news headline or a fake news headline? If you correctly identify the headline, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins. Sound good? Yes. All right, here we go. Let's play some fake news Friday. We're going to start with you, Cynthia. Oh, that fake news. Here is your, here is your first headline. Over 500,000 dissatisfied Game of Thrones fans signed a petition demanding a complete remake of season eight. Is that real news or is that fake news? Um, I have to say I'm one of those that have never seen Game of Thrones, so I'm going to say it's fake news. I'm, I've never seen it either, but apparently that's real news. People are not happy wow. with the way this season is going, and they demand it's the last season too, so they demand a complete remake. Yeah. That, that's okay though; it's still anybody's game. We just got started. Here we go, uh, Jennifer. Are you ready for your first headline? Yes, sir. Listen carefully. Twitter, Twitter accidentally banned the official AOC account after mistaking it for a satire account. <laughs> True. Uh, I'm sorry, that's that. Uh, we could only dream. <laughs> we could only dream. But no, it uh, it seems like something that could happen, and it may still happen in the future, but it hasn't yet. No problem. Still tied, 0-0. Zero, zero. Cynthia, we're back to you. Are you ready for your next headline? I am. All right, here we go, Cynthia. A new cruise line for Christian singles promises not to go beyond the Virgin Islands. <laughs> That sounds ridiculous. I'm going to say false. You're going to say that's fake news? Yes. That is definitely... 
is definitely that is definitely fake news. <laughs> Although, you know, anything in marketing, it's it's always tricky. You never know what people are going to do. Um, all right, good job. You're on the board, Cynthia. Jennifer, you ready? You can tie this up right here. Okay. All right, here we go. Uh, Red Lobster is giving away insulated fanny packs that will keep your Cheddar Bay biscuits warm on the way home. Is that real news or is that fake news? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to say fake. That is real news. That is not only is that real news, that is freaking awesome news. (laughs) Because who doesn't love the Cheddar Bay Biscuits from uh, from Red Lobster? And who doesn't want some to come home with them? Man, I'll tell you what. I took them a long time to come up with that uh, promotion. But that's okay. Again, still anyone's game, Cynthia. Are you ready for your next clue? I am. All right, listen carefully and tell us if this is a real news headline or a fake news headline. Fortune 500 company is under fire after installing new mouses that shock users every time they select reply all to an email. Is that real news or is that fake news? I would think that'd be against the law. So I'm going to go with fake news. I mean, it's such a genius idea, though, isn't it? Uh, it is. I would think if I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, no, it is fake news. That is absolutely right. That is absolutely right. Uh, so you get another point. All right, Jennifer, are you ready? Here's your next clue. Listen okay. carefully. Tell us if this is real or fake news. The Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped over 600 points after Donald Trump tweeted a stock photo of a worried-looking broker staring at a computer screen. Is that real news or is that fake news? Fake news. Are you sure? I think it dropped because of the tariff. I don't think it had anything to do with the fake picture. Yeah, absolutely right. It was fake news. Uh, that gets you a point. The final score is Cynthia 2, Jennifer 1. Congratulations, Cynthia. You are our fake news Friday winner. Fantastic job. Jennifer, great job, too. Uh, we're going to hook you. You know, we'll hook, ladies, we'll hook you up. Uh, we'll hook you both up with something nice because we just appreciate you calling in and playing the game. For everybody else, let, that's it, man. That's our show for today. Don't forget, uh, we will have the latest from uh, Ron DeSantis, who is speaking with the White House about this immigration problem and Donald Trump sending these immigrants 500 at a time to Florida counties in the southern part of the state. Also, on Monday, Donald Trump has a rally, an immigration, a, 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 a presidential campaign rally. And we're th- I'm thinking what we're going to do is instead of just live streaming the show on Monday, I'm thinking we'll do a special late night edition of the Mark K Show and we will live stream um, that Donald Trump event as well. Plus, uh, the t- the toll roads open up. They're open officially, but they're going to start charging you eventually. Uh, you can start using them this weekend. If you do use them or if you see any kind of change in the traffic patterns or if you like them or if you don't like them or if you have anything at all that you want to share with us, leave us an open mic message. The open mic message is there 24 hours a day. And uh we, uh, if we like your message and if we find it to be informative and entertaining, we will definitely use it on the air. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll be back Monday with an all-new edition of the Mark K Show. Stay tuned because the news and Rush Limbaugh are coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV.